0: Hi, and thanks for
1: joining us today. I'm your host, Jacqueline. And I'm your host, Nicole. You're listening to the first season of Perfectionists and our Halloween edition episode.
0: (laughs) Welcome back. Today, we're diving deep into Verity, by popular fiction author, Colleen Hoover. So let's kick things off with a brief introduction. This suspenseful thriller by Colleen Hoover is a roller coaster of emotions and a whirlwind of suspense with a dash of romance. The story begins with our main character and narrator, Lowen, a struggling writer, who's asked to complete a famous author's series. But as she digs into the author's life and work, she stumbles upon secrets that will leave you breathless. I'm very excited to chat about this book today. (laughs) Me too
1: before we dive headfirst into discussing Verity, we want to give everyone a fair warning. This will be a heavy spoilers episode. We are going to be discussing a few theories, the characters, and the jaw-dropping ending.
0: Yes. If you haven't read Verity yet and plan to, we highly recommend hitting that pause button right now. Please allow me to suggest that if you do this, your schedule is cleared for the next 24 hours. This book is not one you're going to want to put down.
1: Mm-mm. There are so many twists and turns, shocking reveals. You're going to want to experience it firsthand.
0: Consider yourself warned. Major spoilers are ahead. The narrative opens with a pretty jarring scene, one could say. <laughs> you yes, could say could it say. starts with a bang.
1: <laughs> a pop, perhaps. A pop, yeah.
0: But this is a dark book, so, it you is. know. It is. Yeah. You
1: have to laugh through the pain.
0: You kind of do. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel that that scene kind of like set the stage for the rest of the novel?
1: I think it was a very attention-grabbing scene. It's, it definitely got you hooked on the book right away. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've ever read a book that starts quite so graphically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty gross. Uh, it was so vivid, like, the way it was described, like, in my mind, I could practically hear that pop. It was so nasty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it definitely sets up kind of the relationship of the main character moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, so it does. So, when... In that first scene that they are like Loan and Jeremy, because she gets covered in blood and has to yeah. go clean up. He's being a gentleman and he takes her into a like public bathroom to get cleaned up. Yeah. And when he goes and locks the door, I was like so creeped out. I was like, where is this going? Yeah. It did not go where I thought it was going. No. Thank goodness. Because I'm like, I don't know if I can handle that chapter one or two or wherever right. really we were. Yeah, yeah, that was very weird, like an unnecessary.
0: I felt like if someone's gonna burst into the bathroom and see them there, like they're not gonna join them. So, like, what's the? Why mm-hmm. did he feel anyway? I don't know why he felt like he needed to lock the door, <laughs> but a, like a strange man, like dragging into it, like no,
1: no, <laughs> no. I I <laughs> that set me up to just be like, there are some creepy vibes with this guy. He seems super sweet and super nice, but like. That is creepy.
0: Yeah, and I think it was probably just done just to add more tension to an already very tension loaded scene. Mm-hmm. It had its intended effect. I was like, yeah. "This is gross and weird," but yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I that whole scene like just made me feel so uncomfortable.
1: Like, yes, yeah. No, it was it was kind of hard to read in the sense that I wasn't sure where it was going to go. It ended up being fine and he was just being a gentleman. But I think it also was designed to have you question his motives a little bit. Yes, absolutely.
0: So moving on, um, we're going to just like dive right into the meat of this because this is such a, there's a lot of meat
1: (laughs) to dive Mm -hmm. through. (laughs) We are going to assume that you have read the story. And if you haven't, then... Some of this might not... It won't make sense.
0: There are some super graphic scenes in that autobiography that Loen found about Verity and her pregnancy and the deaths of her children. Um, I found them personally really disturbing. I, like, hated Verity with, a, like, a fiery passion. I thought mm-hmm. she was basically, like, the worst person on the planet. And, yeah. <laughs> like
1: Yeah, those chapters that you as readers were reading the manuscript written by Verity and they were really disturbing. Not, I didn't find it was to the point where like, you know how sometimes when you read something disturbing, you have to put the book down after because like, you're like, I need a minute, like a mental health break from this. It wasn't that, even though the topic should have made you feel that way, for some reason, the way it was written you still wanted to keep reading, like you didn't need to step back from the book, but it mm-hmm. was incredibly disturbing. And I just kept asking myself, why would someone write this down? Yes. Like from the very first chapter, like that we like the manuscript chapter. I'm like, who, like, even if you are an absolute psycho, mm-hmm. why would you like type up evidence of this right? and then print it? So, what did
0: you think about the name of the autobiography or manuscript? It was called "So Be It."
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't really think too much. I think I forgot the name of it after reading yeah. like the first couple lines. Yeah,
0: because it's sort of like "So Be It." Here's my truth. That's yeah. how I took it at first, right? Mm-hmm. But Let they're chips absolutely right. They, they may. Yeah, but like, again, why write down such incriminating things? Mm -hmm. Incriminating is, yeah, the word I was failing to say. All good. But like, I was like, is she just like a journaler? (laughs) And so she needs to just write down her thoughts and feelings to kind of get it off her chest or whatever. I don't know. Yeah.
1: But regardless of her intentions, disturbing completely encapsulates the feelings when reading any part of that manuscript (laughs) yes (laughs) especially the parts about her children which are I don't have children so I I would imagine that if you do like it will hit different but even not having children it's it was hard in some ways to read but not so much that you were like ugh, I can't do this yeah. So actually I wanted
0: to ask you because I have a child and then, and you don't. And so mm-hmm. I wanted to see like, was it as disturbing for you? And I think if I hadn't, if I wasn't a mom, I would be like, this is the hateful, but I wouldn't have been, taken it like as disturbing as it was. Um, but given that I am a mother, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, I, I just want to say, I don't know if I've ever felt so much hate for a character in my reading life, my reading career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I've ever
0: felt so much hate towards someone as I did towards Verity.
1: It was like pretty instantaneous how much you despise this character. Mm-hmm. So one of the main mysteries that pops up throughout is that Loen keeps seeing Verity move. And Verity is in a non-responsive state. So yeah. she can't move on her own. And Ver- Lowen <laughs> keeps seeing her move or thinking that she's seeing her move. Right off the bat, my first initial instinct was to like trust what she was seeing. Yeah. I started second guessing myself being like, oh, is this like the twist? Is that like, it's all in Lowen's head. So yeah. like reading thrillers, I feel like sometimes I... Talk myself out of my gut feelings because I'm trying to think about like, how can I, like, how would the author like put a twist on this? Like, how could they make this different than you're expecting? Like, yeah. And so I'm always constantly like second guessing, but my initial feeling was that she actually was moving. Did you yeah. have the same thought or did you think it was all in Lowen's head?
0: I had almost the exact same reaction with you, where at first I believed Lowen, mm-hmm. And then as time went on, I started thinking, no, maybe she's hallucinating this. And then I wasn't sure. But then when we were reading Verity's manuscript, I was like, maybe Lowen is seeing her move. But then I was like, but why would she pretend to be a vegetable? And it was just like, very confusing and I want to mention something there's a lot of hate for this book online like a lot <laughs> a oh, lot yeah. of people love it too like obviously it's a bestseller but there's a lot of hate as well and a lot of the hate comes from I think well first of all it's sort of a almost love to hate situation with the characters
1: right mm-hmm. understandably it's um, just a hate to hate with these characters <laughs> but you can hate the characters with a passion but still enjoy the
0: book yeah. Do you think that Loan was a reliable narrator for this
1: story? Speaking of hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> I I do in the sense that I think she believed everything she was portraying mm. and thinking and feeling. I think that nobody is a reliable narrator in that everybody perceives what's happening to them according to their experiences. Of course. That makes sense. So, How wise of you. I, yeah. I'm glad that made sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. What was your uh, thoughts on her narration and I, if she I don't could think, be
0: trusted? No, I don't think she was a rel- reliable narrator. <laughs> like after having read the whole story, um, I think that Loan justified things in her head that <laughs> should not ever be justified for the sake of her own gain, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. Um, so I don't think she was the most reliable narrator. In fact, well, yeah. she's possibly one of the least reliable narrators I've come across.
1: <laughs> I think she was like, I don't think she was telling the truth, but I think she was telling her truth. If that makes sense. Like, I think she truly believed what she was spewing. I, I like I, I don't think she was intentionally lying. No, but I think she was lying. I think
0: as a reader, though, you have to try to sort through that to try and mm-hmm. find the truth. And I think that's kind of where people are coming across. Like, this is a plot hole, but we have to remind, remember, Lowen will see things or not see things, depending on what she wants or how she feels, too. Right. Yeah. So I think
1: that that's why I think she's an unreliable narrator. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely yeah. agree with that. I think the question with all these horrible characters is who's the true villain when it comes to verity because i think they're all villains <laughs> i don't know like i didn't want anyone to win yeah i
0: think the actual villain in this whole scenario because jeremy makes it makes it's a good case that jeremy could be the villain right but yeah. actually i think lowen's the villain okay I think States. it was written from the villain's perspective in a kind of interesting twist, because as ultimately we find out, Verity was writing it from the villain's perspective, the So mm-hmm. Be it manuscript. And I think that Loan is actually the villain in this story.
1: Yes, because, yeah, all of Verity's books in the series that Loan has taken over, the um, kind of twist in them or like the thing that made them so popular is the fact that they were written from the... Villain's the villain's perspective. Yes. So for then Verity to be written in the villain's perspective, yeah, that's yeah. clever.
0: I think that is exactly what it was. I think Lowen was the... Because at the end, she ended up kind of stepping into Verity's shoes and getting all of everything that Verity had worked for. hmm
1: Yeah. I, I just think that they have, like, literally all the worst. So they're all they villains. Are. But I agree. Like, she is the main character. She is the main, I guess, villain. And... But there is definitely, there were times where I was like definitely thinking about Jeremy, because they almost make him seem so sweet and innocent throughout this, like the way the book is written. He could come across as like quite genuine and sweet. So I was mm-hmm. like, is it gonna like turn out that he's the mastermind behind all of this? And in, in some ways, like I don't know. Like I feel like everybody plays their their role in it and in some ways he contributes to depending on what you believe I guess that ultimately is where it comes down to so we'll get there but <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah ultimately I think everybody has their own villainous storyline within this but I completely agree with what you said
0: I think that if we don't believe the so Be it manuscript that if that turns out it was true that it was just method writing and I think it I think i believe that it was a method writing thing, because, like, who would write that down, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Then Jeremy and Loen are clearly the villains, because mm-hmm. she was just, Verity was just doing her thing, right?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, speaking of the manuscript, so ultimately we find out, from Verity's perspective anyways, that all these horrible things she was writing about was just an exercise for her to get into that villain mindset. And you believe it's true. I also think that it's likely to be true. And the reason that I think that it's like a clue that we get that it is likely true is very similar to the idea that we were saying how like she writes from the villain's perspective. Therefore like Verity is probably written from the villain's perspective being Lowen. I think the same sort of thing is happening in that at the very beginning of Verity Lowen talks about how her ex-boyfriend Corey slash manager Corey fell in love with her because he thought that she was like the character she writes about in her book. So I think it would be again clever for then Lowen to fall for that same kind of trap in thinking that Verity is like the character she writes she about writes in her book yeah that makes sense so.
0: do you believe that because you know how in the story they're talking about how they're chronics like from trauma they like chronically mm-hmm. bad things happening so like verity she was pretending to be comatose right do you mm-hmm. think that jeremy was a victim of this whole chronics thing or do you think he was maybe like an abusive husband
1: I never thought he was an abusive husband, but I i guess it depends what you mean by abusive. I think he was likely a very controlling husband because, again, if you go back and you believe that the ma- manuscript is written as a um, an exercise and she says, I wrote it as an exercise and I basically reversed everything. And we know that when they're having their intimate scenes, when Verity and Jeremy are having their intimate scenes she's always in control but if mm-hmm. she's writing it as a reversal that means in reality he was the one who was always in control and mm-hmm. I think we get hints along the way and I think that is part of the reason why like I never trusted the genuineness of his character is because I do think he was incredibly controlling
0: yes absolutely So we had mentioned in our non-spoilers episode that there is a lot of graphic and erotic scenes in this uh, story. We had talked about love versus obsession and stuff like that, Um, debatable on whether this could be classified as a romance, like a romantic Mm -hmm. thriller. I personally would not classify this as a romance. I did not find anything ro- vaguely ro- not even remotely romantic <laughs> about this story. I mm-hmm. thought it was more about lust, obsession, how far possession. you're willing to go, what uh, yeah, possession, um control, um romance no. <laughs> What did you think about these erotic scenes? Because I know for some people they're they're a lot.
1: I had to chuckle while I was reading it because at one point Lowen is reading the manuscripts, and a lot of the um, erotic scenes come from the manuscripts. And at one point she says, "You can only read so many erotic scenes." And so she started like skipping through the manuscript because she didn't want to, I mean, she had her own personal reasons for not because like they were about Jeremy and she was like falling in love with him. So she didn't yeah. want to read about him, you know, engaging in that with Verity. And as she was saying that, I'm like, girl, I hear you. I am done <laughs> reading these scenes. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I'm a prude. I'm not saying I don't like having some spice in my books, but I'm like, I'm kind of getting bored about reading up these scenes. Like I was, I kind of just was like over them, to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah, I, me too. At some point, it didn't add to it.
0: Yeah, and I think that that was done intentionally. Those scenes were super graphic. A, I think, to help us hate <laughs> Verity some more. Mm-hmm. But B, I think it also uh, um, added to the overall kind of like rawness of the story, the storytelling style, um, mm-hmm. and the sh- shockingness. But what 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 was so interesting was exactly what you said. You're almost getting like erotic scene fatigue where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, come on, like, seriously, why do we need all this detail <laughs> at this point? <laughs> and it's not like you're, um because it, it's a little bit different. Well, it's very different. In a romance, you're often sort of cheering for the couple, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, get it, girl. But you don't feel this way in the story because you hate everyone. So it's like, <laughs> it's just kind of like, I don't want to read this. <laughs> yeah. Were you surprised at what became of Verity at the end of the
1: novel? Um I didn't expect the ending to be what it was, but I wasn't surprised by the ending. I mm-hmm. mean, there were it was like kind of foreshadowed in the sense that she, and it blatantly says it she wrote her own death. Mm-hmm. And several times, in fact, every time that like Jeremy attempted to kill her several times, And well, the first time it was just his own creativity. But like the second time, his second attempt was something she wrote in the manuscript. And the third attempt was also something she had written in the manuscript.
0: When we find out that Verity didn't necessarily commit those atrocious acts with her children. Mm -hmm. I was like pretty shocked because I was so bent on hating her. Because in my mind, I was thinking, well, Loen and Ashley need to like, or not Lowen and Ashley, Lohan and Ashley, that's her whole yeah. name. Loan and Jeremy need to like, get away from Verity or like, kill Verity or something, because mm-hmm. like, this is crazy. But when we found out that Verity, like, she's just a really hardworking writer. And she's, you know, she's doing this as a method writing technique. Um, And maybe, I don't know, as a really dark and twisted way to deal with the deaths of her children. Um, I was kind of like thinking, like, I need time to sit with this for a second to like readjust my whole view on Verity. But you don't get that because you're being forced forward in this like whole narrative. And then all of a sudden she's dead. And it's like, wait, wait, like she's dead. And then afterwards you're thinking oh no, as Lohan is, like, did we just kill an innocent woman? Right? Mm Mm-hmm. I I felt like there was just, it just all happened so quickly. Like, you just, like, needed, wait, wait, some time. So, I do find it interesting that they would just, like, immediately just believe the absolute worst about Verity, because, Mm -hmm. like, seriously, that's pretty hard to believe. Like, that's some pretty crazy stuff, right?
1: Yeah, I... I think that's where the trauma is probably playing into it is that, you know, like they're reading it through the lens of like someone who's experienced so much trauma. But like the other side is like this is an open-ended, open ending in that you can decide whether or not you think she's telling the truth. Is the manuscript the truth or is the letter at the end that she says the manuscript is just a, you know, writing exercise? And obviously we've both said like we kind of, are erring on the side that the manuscript is just an exercise. But obviously, there are people out there who believe that her letter at the end that she writes, like confessing everything, is actually the lie, that she's just writing that as a way to cover her um, tracks. Yeah, cover her tracks and make sure she doesn't get put in jail for this. And I guess the question would be, like, well, then why would she pretend to be unresponsive for so long and live in the same house? And I think if you're going down the train of thought that you think she is, like, kind of more the true villain of the story, then I'm assuming the argument would be she's doing it because then, like, she's obsessed with him. If we're believing the manuscript's true, she's obsessed with him. All she's ever wanted is for him to take care of her. Mm
0: -hmm. So kind of
1: being devil's advocate, she if she is unable to care for herself and he feels this guilt because of everything mm. that's happened. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who actually um, put herself in that situation by causing the cracks in herself. Then it's like the ultimate F you. Now you have to take care of me for the rest of your life. Ooh, yeah. So I can, I can see I, how people could argue that side of it. Like there is enough. Kind of evidence, I guess, or yeah. there's like little breadcrumbs that you could argue that point of view. Again, I don't personally think that's happened, but I like that there's enough information about the characters that that argument can be made. Yeah, it's very
0: up in the air because we actually don't know. There's no clear answer, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing that I think that kind of pushes me over the edge into believing that Verity's telling the truth is the fact that she had discussed this method writing with her agent. If that's true, if she had discussed it with her agent, then she'd have a witness, right? That mm-hmm. is like, yeah, we totally talked about this. This was a a method she was doing to really get in the mindset of a villain, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I guess and if we ever got the point of view of that agent. Yeah,
0: if we ever, like, if Jeremy had even spoken to the agent, you know, like... Was this method writing a thing? And the agent's like, no. Then you have your answer. You know that she was lying about everything and that she really is awful. But we never get to find that out. So, But yeah, just the whole idea that Jeremy was there just not paying attention, bored at the meeting while the agent and Verity
1: discussed this.
0: Mm -hmm. I was like,
1: well, there's a potential witness that this this could be proven to be true. And if he was at the meeting, wouldn't he have heard them talking about it? So when he found the manuscript, wouldn't he already know that it was... It maybe sounded that, like
0: he was bored and on his
1: phone and just ignoring. Like, while they talked, would talk. you like not be able to talk? Like, would you really block things out that much? I mean, maybe. Yep.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't generalize <laughs> like that. But <laughs> some people, some people are able yes. to do that.
1: Yeah, they have like a hyper
0: <laughs> focus on something else. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think about the fact that Jeremy? Already knew who Lowen was, but pretended he did not mm-hmm. I found that yes. so creepy. We need to talk
0: about this because it's almost like he developed an obsession, like, right? Because like, why would he choose Lowen to ghost? Right? Mm-hmm.
1: Men- I think that because oh, we like in the manuscript it talks all about how obsessed she is with him. But again, if we're trusting her, then she's twisting everything. So maybe it's he was that obsessed with Verity. Like Jeremy was that obsessed with Verity, but he tells Lowen when they start their romantic relationship, sorry, air quotes for romantic, when they start their physical relationship, let's say. He tells Jeremy tells Lowen that he never felt a connection with Verity. So one of the thoughts I had while reading this and like ultimately be like, oh, maybe he, because we talked early about like, maybe he mastermind this. Now I'm remembering what my thought process was that he was obsessed with Verity, but then he like kind of like lost that obsession. And then he becomes obsessed with Lowen because of her writing and the first book of, his, of hers that he read. And so he's kind of like shifted. So he's like, all of this is set up so that he can, Get with Lowen, if that makes sense. And like actually he's the mastermind. Oh. It was like yeah. a fleeting thought I had at one point while reading it that like his obsession had switched from Verity to Lowen and that this was all orchestrated Ooh. in a way. Ew. That's an unsettling yeah, thought. Right? See, like every one of them, depending on how you view this story, every one of them could be the mastermind behind it, or like the person who's kind of like manipulating the most. Uh, You know what? Ultimately, this is the worst combination of people ever. (laughs) And it's like, depending on who you believe, one or two of the people don't deserve what happened. But because there's potential that all of them could be the mastermind, they kind of like all deserve it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I don't want any of them to win because at one point or another, I thought all of them were the ones who, We're kind of behind it, and making you know. Oh, I. It's just a book that you could. There's so many, so many. Yeah, there's so many different ways that it could go. That must be really challenging to write a book that there are, like bits of evidence for any different storyline that someone kind of creates in their head. Yeah, because like you can justify. I think maybe I'm just justifying it to myself, but I feel like there's justification for all these different ideas. There is. Uh, I think because we don't have a clear answer,
0: you can just go with whatever sits best with you kind of Mm
1: -hmm.
0: going back to talking about themes a little bit, like uh, in our non-spoilers episode, we discussed ethics and morality. What did you think? Like, did you think any of the characters had a well-developed moral compass
1: I just think because it depends what you believe. So there's so much you have to like consider depending on what story you're believing. So in some storylines, I'm like, yeah, that, you know, I think that's ethical given the information you have, or maybe not ethical, but I can understand where you're coming. Like, so it's like, there's just, you ha- it's almost like you have to pick your, the storyline you want to believe and then base your own ideas about who's being ethical around that before you can even decide who's ethical and who's not
0: yeah yeah which makes it hard I
1: know <laughs> open and uh ended endings <laughs> mm-hmm. oh I mean murders always unethical even if it's for someone like if you think that your wife murdered your two children obviously murdering her is unethical but at the same time I think that it's you can, hard to be mad I yeah. So I think
0: that you can like do something unethical, but there is a certain amount of understanding that can come behind that. Mm-hmm. You can understand the motivation. I mean, you can even understand motivations when um, a heinous crime is committed. If you're a really good, like detective, right. You'd have, you have to get mm-hmm. into the minds of the criminal and like understand their motivations to really figure out what's going on. But I think <laughs> like, you know, like if, if you really truly believe that your significant other murdered your children, um, that is a very understandable reason to murder your significant other, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Especially when you still have a child alive who you're trying to protect. Exactly. So I think that a lot of people could understand and sympathize with that idea, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to uh, something else, something else that is less like going to evoke less compassionate feelings <laughs> for the murderer, right? Such as mm-hmm. like murdering your children and your wife because you love someone else right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get much sympathy in that situation. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My theory was just that Loan was the antagonist, but there's just so many different ways that it could go. So, yeah. I just thought maybe that was intentional because of the whole writing from a villain's perspective was kind of a Mm -hmm. like a theme.
1: I think the fact that They mentioned writing from a villain's perspective and the fact that at the beginning um, she was saying like, oh, like you shouldn't confuse the writer with the character. I think those two things really point to a heavy implication that Verity is telling the truth at the end Mm -hmm. with her letter. Did you ever take a look at the cover? Did you ever look at it? I took a look at, <clears throat> yeah, I looked at it and was like, I don't understand this. I think it's important, but I don't get why. I'm looking at it right now because I had, it was a Kindle
0: purchase for me. So it's all mm-hmm. like my Kindle's old. I don't know if they do color now, but my Kindle's black and white. So I'm just looking, I just pulled up a picture of the cover and I'm looking at it and mm-hmm. I'm like
1: trying to understand the significance yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like legs and then like a bunch of like lines Almost indicating like um, confusion or chaos. Yeah, it almost, to me, it looks like a
0: tangled net.
1: Mm. Mm. That makes sense because one of the daughters was tangled in a net. I feel like I need to add creepy to our uh, list of
0: descriptive I don't know if we words. Did the, I think
1: we did the descriptive words in the non spoiler, but yeah, I said creepy. <laughs> yeah, creepy for sure. Oh,
0: let's just quickly talk about crew. The child. Yes. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. Let's talk about crew. <laughs> okay. And, am I the only one who, at one point, was like, "Is it going to be this kid?" And <laughs> like literally every single person who was mentioned in the story—the nurse, the children, everyone—I'm like, "I don't trust you." Yeah. I mean, he was like that. Was harsh of me. I needed to take a seat at that moment.
0: <laughs> but like, it crossed my mind. I mean. It- you, you sort of don't have faith in any of the characters at a certain point in your reading journey of this book. So it's understandable mm-hmm. if you're even questioning the child, but I never once questioned him, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I felt really sorry for him. Cause mm-hmm. um, at first I thought, you know, when he was saying, you know, mom said this, I was like, Oh, he's like pretending because it's a p- coping mechanism or something. But then we're finding Mm -hmm. out that, like, no, he truly is speaking to his mom. Yeah. But, like, even if Verity was innocent, so to speak, screw her. Like, for not being there for her one remaining child. Like, oh, man. Mm -hmm. Like, here I am, like, judging very harshly, but, like, what a messed up situation.
1: Yeah. I mean, I... Get that she was like, oh, I needed to stay so I could find that manuscript. At some point, though, just take the kid and go. Like, if that was actually true, if you're like, my whole thing is I'm like here pretending that I can't, um, like, that I can't wake up fully because... I am trying to save crew and I need to find the manuscript and find money before I can get out. No, just get out. If you're in that dire of a situation, if your husband's tried to kill you twice, you just get out and you deal with the rest later. I'm just wondering how that
0: works from her perspective, because when he was in the city setting up this whole thing with Lowen, that would have been a very good opportunity for Verity to leave because mm-hmm. he wasn't around right
1: well she must have had a nurse with her 24 7 though at that point because he can't leave her by herself but I mean the nurse would have had to go to bed at some point so mm-hmm. in the middle of the night she could have just waken up and taken him but like her excuse was that she needed to find the manuscript and she did use that time to try and find it yeah. but I'm like it couldn't have been that hidden like I don't know like see that that part makes me kind of question her because I'm like, really, you couldn't find the manuscript that Lowen found in the first day? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many things that are like, you can just go, like, there's evidence for everything. I know. And I think that's,
0: that's why this is so like open-ended because we like, yeah, there's a lot of questions. Even if you believe them, you question them. Exactly. And there's reasons to
1: question them and there's reasons to believe them. So it's like, what is true? Mm -hmm the very end when Lowen finds the letter and is disposing of it and the fact that she's eating the pieces that have Jeremy's name on them that was really creepy <laughs> I can't stress it enough so, <laughs> so creepy this story is. This is why I'm kind
0: of like sticking by my theory that Lowen is the villain because you
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> that definitely speaks to her being yeah. Uh,
0: this is not something I can um, sympathize or... Eh, sorry, empathize. That's the word I meant to use. I cannot empathize with the idea of eating the paper with the, your loved one's name on it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's weird. And, like, ripping it up and flushing it down the toilet is satisfactory. Uh-huh. <laughs> is she okay? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. Did you... Know that they were that Loen and Jeremy were going to get pregnant. No. Oh no! The second it said that he didn't pull out, oh. I was like, "She's pregnant." Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it was just, like, but what an awful! Oh, it I just adds
0: to the explained. awfulness because, like,
1: yeah. No, I, I think it's just because it was foreshadowed with the um, the way that Verity first got pregnant right cuz it happened in a very similar manner i don't know and about because they me. kept making a very graphic point of telling us that he pulled out every time and then it was like he didn't Ugh. so i was like oh uh so but we highly recommend this book <laughs> You for some reason you watched this and didn't read it.
0: Yeah. yeah, like we recommend reading it. It's definitely thought-provoking and it makes you feel all kinds mm-hmm. of ways and I think you know, if a book makes you feel anything, then it might be worth a read, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if we read this book and it made us feel nothing, we wouldn't even be talking about it today.
1: Yeah, and at first after I finished reading it, I was kind of like I I had that feeling like it didn't make me feel things. But I was like, no, it made me feel a lot of things. It just didn't make me feel happy. It wasn't nice nice things. things. It's like, it makes you feel disgust. It makes, made me feel almost
0: like a hate. It made me feel Mm -hmm. um, nervous or on edge, I guess, or tense as thrillers often do. Yeah, it was very different, a very different thriller read for sure. I wasn't uh, rooting for anybody.
1: No, <laughs> not even a little bit. Well, maybe, maybe Crew. Well, yeah. Which, like, yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope at the very least, regardless of what storyline is actually correct, I hope that they can move forward and live a happy, weird, creepy life together. Yeah. For Crew's sake and the sake
0: of their unborn child. I just, I see it happening again, like, In a different way. I feel like there could be a sequel and more weirdness could happen. Because it was left Mm -hmm. so open-ended, there could be a a sequel, (laughs) technically, right? Yeah. But, Mm -hmm. poor crew. Poor crew. In conclusion, poor crew.
1: (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. That's a wrap for today's discussion on Verity by Colleen Hoover. Thank you for joining us today. If you haven't read the book and listened to the episode, we hope we piqued your interest to pick it up. And for those of you who have read it, we would love to hear your thoughts and theories in the comments. If you like this episode, please remember to like, share, and
0: subscribe so you can stay tuned for more exciting book discussions. Until next time, happy reading.